I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as uh, we come down the home stretch, just want to remind everyone tomorrow is Veterans Day. Should not be contained to just one day as we support uh, and acknowledge and honor our great women and great men who have served this country. And we're going to invite you to share some of their stories. You can do that on uh, social media using the hashtag KSL Veterans, K- hashtag KSL Veterans. Or, of course, you can also use the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line 57500. And tell us those stories. We want to share some of those during the course of the day tomorrow and uh, really honor and celebrate those who have uh, stood for freedom, those who have uh, really put themselves in harm's way in so many ways. Uh, and who have done so many other things that we often don't recognize that our military women and men do uh, on a regular basis that make a difference in communities here at home and around the world. So join us in that celebration. And uh, I think one of the greatest ways we can honor them is uh, by standing as one, uh, by making sure we are standing for them and with them. Uh, There's a host of things we'll discuss tomorrow as it relates to that. Uh, Jenny Taylor and uh, Michelle Scharf are going to join us tomorrow uh, talking about a new podcast uh, that uh, they're launching that you don't want to miss out on that tomorrow as well. Uh, so as we look at this uh, coming down the home stretch today and as we look at all of the points of division out there, it, it is time for us to, to look at it in just a little different way. It's so easy to figure out, you know, who's wearing what jersey, who's blue, who's red. Uh, who's for this, who's against that. Uh, those are those are the easy things to point out. The more challenging things is how do we approach the things that can actually bring us together? And it should not, it should not take a pandemic. It should not take a world war. It should not take a global crisis to bring us together. If that is the only thing that can unite the nation, uh, we got bigger problems. Uh, and we were talking about this earlier this morning. Uh, you can say, well, the country's just too divided. Well, you know, when it comes to politics, uh, there are clearly some different visions of what should be done. You'll have 75 million Americans that uh, will have cast a vote for, actually, I guess he's up to 676 million, Joe Biden. Uh, 71 and a half million have already voted for President Trump. And uh, so that's that's a pretty even splitting. Uh, so if you add that up, uh, that's, uh, you know, a, a good 150 million uh, out of the 326 million people that live in this country. Where Where's the rest of the gang? We need to get them involved. We need to invite them to join the conversation to be sure. 
But what is it that's going to galvanize us and unite us? Uh, It's going to take a lot, but it really isn't a lot when you break it down to the individual level. Uh, On this day back in 2001, President George W. Bush uh, was uh, speaking to the United Nations, and he was talking about terrorism specifically. But he issued a charge that I think could be a, a great charge for today, that while terrorism is a, a, was a big challenge, and it still is a big challenge, a big threat to the country, for sure, uh, but there's, there's more to it, but it comes down to individuals. So I love the way he framed this. Again, this was a speech delivered by uh, then-President George W. Bush uh, to the United Nations uh, back in 2001. It is our task, the task of this generation, to provide the response to aggression and terror We have no other choice because there is no other peace. We did not ask for this mission, yet there is honor in history's call. We have a chance to write the story of our times, a story of courage defeating cruelty and light overcoming darkness. This calling is worthy of any life and worthy of every nation. So let us go forward confident, determined, and unafraid. Thank you very much. Again, that was uh, President George W. Bush on this date back in 2001. And there's so many great messages, even in that uh, 40 seconds, uh, that really give us some some great marching orders that uh, all of us should follow. And as we look at that, uh, that we do have a chance to write the story of our times. We do. Uh, It's a storage of courage, defeating cruelty, light, overcoming darkness. Uh, I think that's such an important metaphor and such an important message for each one of us that we can complain. We can complain a lot uh, about a host of different things that aren't quite right in the country right now. There's plenty of that, and there always has been. The test is, what are we going to do about it? And the the interesting thing to me is, uh, if you go back to uh, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, when we talk about that light Uh, He said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And so as we're contemplating what we're going to share on our social media feeds today, (laughs) again, easy to poke the bear, easy to go after someone you disagree with, easy to to demonize uh, someone who disagrees with your approach to governing. Remember that every difference of opinion is not necessarily a difference of a, of principle. It's the principles that unite the country. And whether your policy belief is that government should handle more of something or less of something, uh, regardless of where you think uh, health care should be administered and delivered and controlled, all those things are fine. Let's have that debate. Let's have that discussion. Uh, though, those are the things that are most important. And our willingness to have those discussions, to have that debate, but to do it in, in public. Uh, we, we have to expect more out of Congress. And uh, I'm, I'm not super enthused about uh, where things are headed in the United, United States Senate uh, without uh, a challenge of any kind. Uh, Mitch McConnell was reelected the leader of the Republicans, uh, 
Nobody knows yet if he will be the majority leader or whether he will be the minority leader. That'll all depend on what happens down in Georgia. And uh, but I don't think that is good for the institution. Uh, so without without any opposition, without any conversation about what went right, what went wrong, what could have been done better in the last session, uh, the Republicans by a voice vote uh, have. Uh, anointed Mitch McConnell to continue to lead that party in the United States Senate. Uh, I'm not sure if the Democrats have actually done theirs yet, uh, but the fact that they're doing this, uh, this is the first time they've been back in Washington. So there haven't really been meetings and debriefings and strategy sessions. It's just we're just going to declare this uh, and be done. And uh, I have a big problem with that because that is not going to lead us to better results. Uh, We are literally going to basically send the same operation back uh the numbers may be tilted just a little bit um if the republicans hold on they'll uh, they'll have a uh, 52 if they win both seats in georgia it'd be 52 48 if not it'll be uh, 51 49 or if the democrats win them both it'll be 50 50 and uh, the vice president-elect kamala harris will cast deciding votes in the united states senate so uh, lots to come there but what we really need what we really need is for individuals to step up, uh, as uh, George W. Bush uh, outlined in his uh, U.N. address uh, back in 2001 on this very day, uh, that we have a chance. We have a chance to write the story of our times. And think about that. Uh, that is the test. That is what unites the nation. And we got to get back to that. And that story should be a story a story of courage defeating cruelty of light overcoming darkness this calling is worthy of any life and worthy of every nation so let us go forward confident determined and unafraid i'm boyd matheson opinion editor of the deseret news thanks for joining us today and as always as you go out into the world see something that inspires say something that uplifts and do something today that makes a difference a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon but violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.